Aloha, and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I am your host, Murph. I hope everybody has had a good week out there, and uh, boy, do we have a treat for you guys today. Uh, We've got not one, not two, not three, but four of the, what I've now dubbed, the four horsemen. Uh, Richard Shepard, Dan Messner, and Troy Wirtz, along with myself, make up the Four Horsemen, which is a group of guys uh, we play golf together, and uh, both in the Beach Boys and VGA. And you guys may have remember me talking about the money belt, uh, where it only includes the four of us. And that is why I've dubbed us the Four Horsemen. We have a new belt. Dan had a new belt made. Uh, obviously, this is not videotaped, so we can't actually see the belt. But uh, it is currently being held after today's round by Richard Shepard. Uh, so, guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming and joining us today. Thank you, Murph, for having us. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure. Always fun. Uh, Shep's a sandbagger. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, was it even close today as far as the money goes? Did, or did he run away with it? Or He ran away with skins and greenies. He, he ran away with skins and greenies, yeah. Okay. But he did pay me. Yeah, I did pay him. Thank you. Oh, he paid you. Yes, off of technicality. Troy, did you have to pay him or did he pay you? Internal uh, money, I even. won the money. You broke even. Oh, you broke even. Okay. All right. All right. So he won a skin and that put him over the top. No, it was two skins, a greenie, and a chippy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Made a little bank today. A little bank. Had a cover choice greenie that he had on 12. That's how I do it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Cut him. Don't let him win no more money. He had a couple sister-in-laws out there, though. He had a couple what? Sister-in-laws. Sister-in-laws. You know, his ball was too close closer to the hole than it should have been. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so we got a few things to talk about today, fellas. Obviously, um, we have the VGA State Tournament coming up on uh, June. Give me the date, Shep. June 12th. June 12th. Uh, overall Maui at Kapalua. And we were supposed to play there last year. What happened with last year? The COVID stuff, right? Yeah, so the state's, uh, you know, protocols with the inter-island travel was just too big of a pain because they weren't allowing us to uh, tr- travel in our island still. They had that quarantine thing that you, no matter what you had, if you got the test done or whatever, you still had a uh, quarantine for 14 days. So we scratched that, moved to Colina. This year we're finally doing it. Uh, Dan and I just came back from there on Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, on Friday. We just played out there. It's in great shape. You know, they're about to do their uh, semi-annual maintenance. They're going to close it down for a month, and we'll be the first group out there. Awesome. I think we need to back up to that Coalina round last year. Who won that again? Yeah, Dan. Um, oh, yeah. The Shetland Pony Rider. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Dan's uh, going to be the honorary starter. That that uh, that win by Dan kind of hurt me last year a little bit. And I really don't appreciate the fact that you made me autograph the $10 bill. And now not only do you still have that $10 bill, you've posted it up with your damn trophy that you won. That's... Not very yes. kind, Dan. Yes, I show it to anyone that's willing to walk in the house. The post office guy, he came in the other day. 
during some boxes, and I took him upstairs and showed it to him. He was totally impressed. Was I there? No. That's why you won. Well, oh yeah 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 we're in a different flight than you, troy so you were the low, at that time you were the low growth of the day too right out there i believe so yeah, yeah. played would you beat me by one stroke no you uh you took like 12 extra strokes on the last hole if you remember correctly oh yeah that's right <laughs> i forgot so i think it beat you yeah but nine. i thought i put that only beat me that hole, i was up one i was uh, up two going into that hole and then oh that's right that's you, right you went after it i can't i try to forget bad stuff like that yeah, you went after it a few times there it was pretty impressive yeah that was what 75 76 mm. i think i shot 77 yeah so. um troy are you going to states uh, yes sir nice nice um what as far as right now shep what do you guys what do you have as far as entries go is it looking like we're going to have a full field or a, a, a pretty decent sized field yeah, for the so tournament? Gonna, it's going to look like we're going to be about 80 players. Registration closes tomorrow, so we got to send out another email. But uh, I think right last time we checked, we were at 71 registered, and that's not including the guests or anything like that. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, myself and Dan had a meeting with the head pro on uh, Friday, worked out the final details. So we're going to have a flyover. Uh, shotgun start you know and the like i said the golf course is going to be really pure because it's going to be right after they do their maintenance for the year they close it down for a month too because they have the capital to do that so yeah it's going to be a big field it's going to be a good time um am i signed up for that already no not yet do i need to sign up yeah, for yeah you it? do okay I, we can't manually enter you for these stupid ones okay uh and it closes when uh tomorrow night oh well i guess i better jump on there and do that today um what uh so we uh, i'm sorry we had a vga tournament saturday right mm -hmm. how did that end up uh turning out obviously you guys know i can't play right now because of my wrist but how did that how did it go saturday you played out of your mind again didn't you you played you shot 70 well you call it out of my mind yeah. but, but uh, yeah well. I, I played pretty decent Held it all together. We played with us three and David Ross, Dreadhead. And, uh, you know, he was two under. Got it all. Uh, thought he had it all going on all cylinders. And he made triple, triple, triple to come oh. to finish up. So it was pretty cool. How'd you Got play? Strong. How'd you play, Troy? I give out the spankings <laughs> to both these young men. That sounds like pretty strong. Uh... I don't know exactly what world he lives in. <laughs> He's living in the world, not not real golf world. He's where he's he shot equal to me yet that day or one one less. I think I shot eighty after the reevaluation, but you shot eighty one, right? Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did win the money because we are a correct golf group and we give strokes when you're supposed to. So he did he did clean clean house on the money, but what? he lost the money because the skin. The skin I won yeah. skin. Oh, the but skin, yeah. the dreaded skin money wins. Yeah. So uh so did you end up winning your flight? Yeah, we did. Thank uh, you. Oh, you're the only one in it though, right? No. Yeah, oh. it was me and forty seven of my best friends that didn't show up. Troy, what'd you shoot? I shot eighty one. How'd you finish? He won his flight as yeah, well. Yeah, he won my flight, yeah. What'd you shoot? Eighty four. I won my flight because I'm the only one in it. <laughs> you are the only one in it. <laughs> 
It's the truth. That's how he gets so many wins. Exactly. Exactly. I need to get somebody into your flight to give you some competition. I think I, I found the I person. I want to, man. I want to. It's, it sucks only playing two turn, two competitive rounds a year. You know, <laughs> It sucks playing with yourself? It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I have no friends. I have no friends. Did he set you up perfectly for I have that. no friends. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's awesome. I'm glad the, the state's, it's pretty much set up then. Everything's good to go. And um, Yeah, and the course looks great right now. I mean, they aerated the uh, first cut on the greens when we were over there this last time. And um, it still looked really good. So it's going to be phenomenal. They were rolling really true. Wasn't real lumpy. The practice green was a little out of shape. But the rest of the greens were perfect. So I can't imagine it not being just absolute glass when we get back there. The great thing about the golf course is, you know, Dan and I have played there, what, four times now? Yeah, three or four. Three or four times in the last six months, you know. But we took two two of our, uh, my staff members up there that have never been out there or played golf out there. And they just, you know, once they got on the property, their phones are out and their jaws are freaking hanging on the floor. Because just how beautiful and pristine it is. Too. Yeah, so, that's really nice. That's pretty cool. Um, what, uh, so I should bring up that we do have a golf trip coming up we have a couple <laughs> well not including the state but we do have the world am uh world amateur handicap championship tournament coming up 111 days we do have the last year's flight winner in his flight here today dan messner yes yes thank you uh which is very impressive when you're going against three thousand other golfers well not that many in your flight, but that many people there. Um, what you been doing to prepare for this year, Dan? So, I guess the last month I've really been preparing. I think I've lost 15 pounds. Um, I've been uh, working on some different things. I changed some different things <laughs> in my bag. <laughs> I was, I was going to make a smart-ass comment, but I didn't get it out quick enough. Sorry. Go ahead. So you lost 15 pounds? I lost 15 pounds, yeah. <laughs> Would you take a shit or what? No. Oh, okay. Um, and you and, uh, and you did what in your bag? You changed so, some stuff so out? I, I've changed some clubs around in my bag uh, this year. Um, just uh, took out a couple higher irons, and I'm kind of getting used to the um, the hybrids that's filled those slots. Oh, so you're hitting hybrids for, like, what, they're three and four wood, three and four I got, iron? Uh, I got rid of my uh, four iron and now I have a, a hybrid in there. Um, the five wood that I replaced in the bag last year is still there. Um, experimenting with a, a couple different things with my other putter, the twin putter, what I have now with some different weight changes just to uh, see if I can get any more consistency out of it. And um, I've just been steadily taking $15 from my friends to uh, encourage me to keep going. And I, one thing I know that you did change is before we used to play five 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 match play. Now you only want to play stroke play. That's correct. I only play stroke play leading up to this. I did this last year. Um, of course, we weren't all a group last year when I was leading up to that. Now, I guess I was pretty new to the group then. Um, but uh, definitely don't want to play match play. It's a different mindset for me. So I, I try to just kind of keep things in line with what I'm going for. Every every tournament, every time that we play golf is all about building up for the uh, World Golf Handicap Championship. That's really the, the major. And when when do you start uh, preparing for that? About four months out is, is typical. Um, 
for the last four times that I've been, that's what I've done is, is four months out and try to learn each year something different to be prepared. Um, I quit going to the range prior to the uh, tournaments now. I, if I do, I go hit like 15 golf balls. I'm back into that mode. Um, spend a lot of time on the putting green when I get to places. And um, just recently, just really trying to increase the focus. And I think the stroke play does that. I think it increases my focus on the golf course to try to stay in it because in stroke play, you can get out of it really quick. Yeah, yeah, and and I kind of agree with that, I, and I can see how you would you'd want to kind of take that path because in match play, um, if you and I are playing a match, and I'm putting for birdie, and it's a pretty sure thing, and you're putting for par or bogey, it it doesn't really matter a whole lot. But in stroke play, like you got to actually grind and and try to make everything because whether your guy shoots a four or five. If you shoot a six or seven, you're going to be over him. You need to you need to stay either with him or or go lower. That's correct. Yeah. So yeah, I can see your point of wanting to to do that. Troy, are you doing anything for uh, preparing for a World Am? Actually, I won't be going to World Am. Oh, you're not going. I'm not going to World Am. Okay, but you are going to the states. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Shep, what about you? Are you doing anything in particular to prepare for a World Am? Yeah, I'm just taking the advice of the guys that went over there. You know, we had, you know. That's stay at your house or last time you went out there or your little, your little cottage thing that you did last year you know you had someone that pl- placed in first and then you had someone that placed dead last so i'm just trying to figure out how to put f- what seven rounds of golf together in a row you know d- to post some de- decent sub- scores so <clears throat> i've ch- you know i've changed out all my equipment you know I'm, i got on tailormade's team now so i got all that tailormade stuff that team tailormade baby so I got all their stuff in the bag and just trying to get used to it. And same thing as like Dan, just, you know, trying to, you know, play stroke play. That's it. You know, cause it is a different, it is a different mindset. And I caught myself today cause I had a match play event uh, with the beach boys this morning. You know, you know, she, she made a, a long par. I'm like, I still need a freaking, I still need he a got whooped. Oh yeah. I got, <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. What was the final by the way? Five, four, five and four. Yeah. I mean, she, she played out of her mind. You know, she's a 17 handicap. She shot 41 on the front, and it's just like she parred the last five holes, right? <laughs> Might have been I'm like, Jesus one. Christ. <laughs> I, made a, I made a birdie. She makes a par. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I can't even get a stroke back here. You know, it's like there, there's nothing you could do with it. So, I mean, it was fun. But, yeah. You know, just trying to stay in it. Yeah. All right. She played really well. Yeah, she played out of her mind, dude. Yeah. You didn't. She does She does pretty good during match play, like match play events that we have in the club. Because so. she went double, then she went par, then she went bogey, and then she went par, 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 par. And then it was stroke hole, stroke hole, stroke hole, stroke hole. And, like, next thing I know, I'm making the turn. I'm four down. I know you want to say something smart, Troy. Say, say it, Troy. Did you have to give her a full handicap? Yeah. Then why don't you give me mine? Oh, that's a good question. I, I, I give you the same thing that's Dan gives you. Dan too. Okay, hold on. Let, b- before we get into that, I do want to talk about you that, Troy. This one? I want to talk about. Uh, hold on. I want to talk about handicaps. But before we do that, let's take a short break. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Again, we're in the studio with the four horsemen. Richard Shepard, Dan Messner, and Troy Wirtz, along with myself. 
dubbed the Four Horsemen because of the money belt. Hey, by the way, Dan, that money belt looks awesome. And it's going to look really nice somewhere in here on my mantle when I win it the next time I play. There's plenty of space in here. Because there's not much more room. I don't see room. many trophies, so... I mean, look at all the trophies. You don't see many. Look at all those plaques, trophies. There's hey, eight. Just, just before, I think there's eight wood koa wood bowls down there. A trophy. <laughs> I think there's eight wood bowls down there. Trophies. I've got. Oh, don't pay attention to that Hall of Fame plaque over there. Um, I've yeah. got. Oh, did I? Did you guys see the USGA silver medal up there for low amateur? Aren't you the only one inducted into that Hall of Fame too? No, no, no. There's there's a lot of guys. Why do these bowls say Cub Scouts on it? <laughs> I think they recycled them. Oh, okay. I think John didn't have, have enough. All these trophies so, with somebody else's name on them. <laughs> There's nobody else's name on them. Shut up. Uh, anyhow, let's get, the, let's get back. We were talking about, when we left off, we were talking about handicaps and giving strokes. Uh, obviously, when the, that's why a handicap is established is so that it makes the playing field level when you're playing somebody who is a 18 handicap and they're playing somebody that's a four handicap they need to receive strokes to make it a level playing field however there are some guys i'm not going to mention any names troy shep that are sandbaggers that y'all you know they uh they're actually better than what their handicaps say, and then they want to boo-hoo and cry when you don't give them every single stroke that they um, deserve. I'm doing air quotes right now. Deserve. Um, Why so, do you have that surprised look on your face, Troy? If I played for as long as you guys, as much as you play, then I might be, you know, a low handicapper. But, you know, I earned my 13. I deserve my 13. <laughs> Do 13 handicaps usually shoot 70? No. 76 no. Three, three or, or whatever that was no. that he shot uh, a couple weeks ago? No, no, no. A couple weeks ago, he shot 70-something. Yeah. yeah. Out at Eva, right? Yeah. And what was my front and what was my back? Okay, look, dude. Okay. What was your front? His front was like a... F- 49? 49. Okay, what was your back? 35. 36. One under. 35. 13 handicaps don't shoot even par or under par. That is why even for nine holes. 80% of your handicap because you're a sandbagger. I love you like I, I think I you should love another man. I can promise you that, but I'm telling you right now, that's why you get 80%. Okay. So Shep knows he has a higher handicap than me mm-hmm. and I will never give him full strokes. Nope. That's why I take a, I, I stroke off of Dan. So whatever Dan plays that day, I play the same as him. You're not stroking me in any way, no shape, or form, brother. <laughs> no homo. Because what, what were you today? A three? Yes. Yeah, so he was a three. So I played him straight up. So I normally, and then I give Troy the So what, are you, what were you today? I was a six. A six, I think. You were a six, so you played him straight up. Yeah. I, I've been playing him straight up for the last couple of years. Uh, I'm a four, no, and then you wouldn't play no, me straight up. You're a fucking sandbagger. You are. Well, how am I a sandbagger? I'm going to birdie the next four holes. Hey, Shep, I play him straight up. Yeah, Dan plays me straight up. All right, then you know, it's, on, it's on air. But I'll no. play you straight up from now on. You're going to play me straight up from now on. And you play out. better when you play straight up. It's when you get strokes that you actually Yeah, that's what I told him. Fall apart. That's what I told, I told him. You know, every time you get, I give you full strokes, I, you get killed. Yep. When you take less strokes and you play f- 
what you should be playing, you always do better. It's competitive. Sometimes you win $5 from me. And that's why I am a head case. Not often. Yes. More. Sometimes it's all, is, is a very, very bad understatement. You are a head case from the time you wake up in the morning to oh, the yeah, time absolutely. you go to sleep at night. Absolutely. And even when I'm sleeping, too. I would know, know you if you weren't a head case. It, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Well, that's a fact. I, I ask him all the time, Dan, when he, Shep, me, and, and uh, Troy work together. Um, I'm, always at, I'm always checking on him. You okay? You good, man? You look, you look sad. It's not that I look sad. It's because I sit. Yeah, that, that's what he does, too. Speaking right, Troy? Don't you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He always looks like I'm. I'm like, come here. I, how many times do you do you, do you need a hug? His home country. Do you need a hug? Do you need, I always give him a hug. I will put this out there. Okay, I am not Indian. Okay, I, you're what? I'm Filipino Puerto Rican. Okay, I'm a six foot one and a half inch. You are tall for a for a uh, Indian. Indian. I'm not Indian. <laughs> you see this? You see what I have to deal with people <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder why my handicap's so high and why my head shaves. <laughs> I do, Dan. I give him ask Troy. I give him hugs all the time when we're working. I'm, I'm sure like, you need a hug. You that need come here, man. What you did to your hand? All I hear. I, that's all probably that what. That's probably what happened. I probably heard it hugging him. He needs a hug. All I hear, especially when we play in the morning, you know, I'll be off on the side, getting ready to line up a putt. Dan will look at me like, "Hey, it's time for prayer." Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I uh, thought of you and Sam's. Yeah, exactly, right? I think of you all the time. Yeah, sending me texts like, what type of curry do you eat? Number one, it's like, he sent me Japanese curry, right? He sent me a freaking picture of Japanese curry. Like, if you're going to be racist, at least be right. You know? I'm not racist. I know you're not. I'm caring. Yeah, you love everything. Yeah, he just want to make sure that you're taken care of, like me. I just wish you he cares about he cares about He cares about your physical health. I care about your mental no, health. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Go, go ahead, Troy. <laughs> You're just sitting there. That would be nice. Why? <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, it's pretty pretty cool. We haven't got to use it a whole lot, but, Troy, you've uh, uh, assembled a simulator in, in one of your units, storage units. Uh, yeah. What, what made you even think about doing something like that? Golf Channel. You guys taking my money. That's pretty much why I want to do that. Because no, I just want to get better. I want to get to single digits. And uh, I think that's probably one of the only ways is by going out and practicing is the best way for me to do it and not having the time to go out to the courses because I pretty much work at night. So, um, right. Yeah. You know, that gives me the opportunity to play, you know, whenever I get a chance. Yeah. That one night we were there till like 3 a.m. We got done working like at one thirty, and then we went there to drop stuff off, and then we went there into your simulator, and we were there till like three. I was like, "Damn!" So, how's that working for you? Are you are you getting to use it a lot? Unfortunately, I've been working too much. I haven't had a chance to go in there. I haven't seen it for probably about a month since the last time we played. Wow, that's crazy. But that's a that's a cool setup, though. How you how you get the net in there and the TV and the and uh, you can play other courses on it, right? Yeah. And you can also, like... Uh, you have part like, three challenges. You have... Yeah, um, yeah you can, so the build-up for... Yeah. The, the, the system that he has is, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You got me drinking. Anyway, <laughs> I'm talking like Shep right now. <laughs> so, so the system is great because, because you have a through-the-bag that's automatically built into the system. 
that you can um, really get your numbers off of each club. You've got a driving range that you can just use as a driving range, and then you have a yardage challenge or a target challenge that uh, if you want to work on a specific club, you can set the number of yard that you want. If you want to work on your, your eight iron, 160 yards or whatever you monsters hit your eight irons, but you can just work on that and get the feel for that and just beat a ball, beat a ball, beat a ball until you get an understanding of how that club works. So the system that he has is really good, and he's right. That's a good way to get down to a lower handicap. I know it changed me when I had one the same way. It was the same goal was to get the, the handicap lowered. So I quit paying money as well. Yeah, that setup you had at your house was pretty cool too. Yeah. I mean, and you've got everything. I mean, you got the, the stuff to bend and – and uh, change the loft lies. Yeah, so that's going to go into his shed, the my loft lie machine, and my putting mirror, and my um, shaft extractor. Shaft extractor, and all that stuff is eventually going to go into there because we are such a, a, a close group that I trust that it'll be taken care of. But have you had to use that shaft extractor a lot? Well, we just used it last week. Yeah, I just no, I did a club for. Uh, shaft. Oh, oh, you're talking about clubs? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, of course, of course, your mind would go there. Why is your hand hurt again? <laughs> yeah, so, so that way we all, you know, as this group and and Troy's very particular about making sure that nobody's going to go in there and damage stuff. So I feel comfortable. We'll move that stuff over there so that if you guys want to bend clubs, you want to build clubs, you want to change shafts, you want to do those things, all that stuff will be there and readily available. And uh, obviously, I'll be there to help guide you through it. I was going to say that's a little bit out of my. Uh... It's, my skill level yeah, is bending clubs and yeah i know it's not like turning a bolt lefty loosey righty tidy for you but it is yeah well it, it'd probably end up the same way that 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 worked for me at the golf course exactly right exactly shooting so, off a geyser but, 30 feet in the air it is, it is a big deal especially as he he develops his game my clubs are extremely weirdly bent if you will because i i i tried to fill the gaps uh as we all know, I'm not a long hitter. I don't hit the irons far. I don't hit the driver far. But my gaps are pretty tight, and that's because I have that long uh, machine. Well, I heard they're not very that. tight, but. Well, that gap is extremely tight, sir. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a family show. Keep it, it clean. It's a family show. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. The setup that Troy has up there is, is pretty awesome. Um, he did a really nice job. I just wish it wasn't downtown and it was more well of a beach i mean we're in town every day well you got well yeah you too well yeah at night at 1 a.m stay out there as long as you want yeah last time we were there we we were playing for dollars with the uh par three challenge at three o'clock in the morning at three o'clock like, in the morning hitting not even with our own clubs. And I live, I live a half a mile from yeah. there. <clears throat> yeah. I get a phone call. Oh, my. Good. At 3 in the morning? You, you would hey, show up at 3 I, in the morning? I didn't say I'd answer. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't receive one. But if I did answer, you never know. Um, yeah, we don't want to have to um, explain to Lay why we're calling your phone at 3 a.m. trying to get you to come down to a golf simulator. Are you talking about the golf doctor? Yes. <laughs> the golf doctor. The golf doctor, yeah. <laughs> The golf doctor. Speaking of which, I want to have her, um, Dan, explain a little bit. You guys just opened up a, uh, she opened up a clinic, yeah? Yeah, she opened up a uh, urgent care, aesthetic care facility. Um, 
What's the name? What's the name of it? That you you've used utilized it already. Everyone in this room, except for me, because uh, I don't get the service I need. I didn't use it. Well, technically, you did because when we pulled your sliver, it was I used your time. house. Well, it's the same. So anyway, so yeah, so it's a uh, urgent care facility. <laughs> same it's medical Island license. Medical and Beauty Clinic. Um, really proud of her. She's done a really really nice job. I'm just kind of going at it slow and steady to to get business built up she's still working as a family doc in in the hyperbaric chambers through uh as a contractor out to the hospitals but uh, real excited about it um the urgent care is self-explanatory the aesthetic side of it is way 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 beyond me but uh she has lasers um she does uh chemical peels and this is all stuff that has to be done by a doctor, not by a cosmetologist. Yep. It actually has to be done by a doctor. Laser should always be run by a doctor, um, especially in this state. It's, it's required by law. Um, but she does really good things for acne, um, anything that's going to help the skin, really. Acne, rhoasia, all kinds of stuff. I could get out her business card and read to you for about 30 minutes on it, and most of it I wouldn't understand. But, yeah, she's, she's really, really excited. She's uh, really motivated about it, and she she's trying to really give back to her community because she's a Vietnamese doctor, and she speaks fluent Vietnamese, and that's kind of her target range for her urgent care, except for my golf friends, <laughs> yeah. um, because there's so few uh, Vietnamese doctors here on island. And um, being as she graduated high school here, went to the University of Hawaii, and then went on to Des Moines to become a doctor, um, very very proud of her it's a very very nice facility what's um, what's the name of where is it located medical and beauty clinic and it's at 3470 wildlife avenue um number six and just so all clearance here shep has helped me move equipment in and troy has come in there and we we did the initial clean i say we i supervised he did the cleaning of the uh, clinic initially so I didn't screw it up he asked me to just stay back so I don't mess anything up but uh really really a big help from all my friends and I appreciate it uh, and trust me she does as well appreciate everything that you guys have done and that's about enough of this sappy crap let's get on <laughs> yeah but <clears throat> but but uh, yeah so anybody listening uh, um if you're interested you can go down there especially I have a large Vietnamese following that listens to the show anyhow so um they could they can go see lay she's a very good doctor um she did wonders with my finger after she numbed it the the before part wasn't too enjoyable it was enjoyable for me well yeah you sat there laughing at me the entire a time lot. as i cried like a baby yes, uh it was very fun my dog even was worried for you yeah your rocky. dog had more care for me than you did rocky was feeling sorry for you yeah but we had a talk he won't do it again <laughs> Yeah, for the, and for those that don't uh, know, Troy Wirtz is the owner of ITS Clean Hawaii. So if you have any cleaning needs, get a hold of ITS Clean. He does a great job. Um, Shep and I are working for him uh, at nights uh, to pay for a golf trip that we're going on. And hopefully Dan's going to be able to join us. But, uh, Troy, tell us a little bit about our trip coming up in October. October 1st? Yeah, October first. Uh, we will be flying out to uh, Thailand, going to Pattaya, and playing uh, nine rounds of golf out there on probably some of the most immaculate courses you'll ever play on in your life. Um, staying in the Ozo five star hotel, 
and just enjoying ourselves playing some golf out there. And uh, I hear there's a rumor that there possibly may be a new belt. There will be. Being constructed for the winner of the now uh, dubbed traveling tournament. Yep, it'll be like an international champion. Yeah, intercontinental champion. (laughs) Intercontinental champion belt for the winner. We still have to come up with a format as to what is going, how are you going to win the belt? He's foreign, though. He doesn't count. Look, dude, I am not foreign. (laughs) I am not foreign. And Dan is going to try to uh, accompany us on this trip, correct? Yeah, I think I need to come over for at least two rounds and win the belt, and you guys can play the other seven. No, no, no. you no, got to no, be no, there no, all seven, all nine to win. <laughs> it not work like that. It should only take me two rounds. you got to be there all nine to win it. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I can tell you right now the nine rounds is not going to happen. Um, if I can get out of here for uh, three, four, five days maybe. But no, that's still perfect. up in the air right now. Do the same thing uh, David's doing. What's David doing? Staying for a week and then going back, coming back. Because he's got work. He's going to Vegas next week, and then he's trying to Oh, he's trying to manage all these trips that he has going on, too, as well. Wasn't he trying to incorporate one trip into the other? Yeah, he's trying to work Guam into Thailand, which I they're not on the same side of the freaking planet, so I don't know how he's going to make that work. But he said he's going to, so should be fun. So, Troy, you... Excuse me. Troy, you've actually uh, played over there. Uh, a couple years ago, you, didn't you play a tournament over there? Oh yeah, I played a handicap tournament out there. How did, uh, and how was that? It was actually incredible. Uh, Golf Asia uh, puts on great tournaments out there for you know. He said it, it's for scratch or handicap golfers. Um, it's just a lot of people going out there and a lot of fun. Is it um, handicap? The tournament is handicap then? Uh, yes, sir. Or do they have, they have two flights. separate? Yeah, they, they have flights for uh, oh okay. ABC flights, yes. And how did you end up doing in that? You end up, shit, you want to... I was actually winning it before um, we had to come back. I was actually, I had a three-stroke lead, and then uh, we had to stop because of COVID. I had to fly back on the next uh, flight out, or we got stuck out there. Wow. Your tie would have been Always good. an excuse. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'm not the one that's only gone for seven days, if I can go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's committed to the full nine-day here. I'm I'm proud of you for your commitment. We got more people I coming too. I think we in a baby car seat and you can sit right next to me. You know? That would be great. <laughs> if we get a booster seat yeah. in the ca- ta- cab, I'm happy. Hey, he would fit perfectly on those little moped uh, taxis that they have. Well, don't two-year-olds get the size of two-year-olds get to sit on your lap for free? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the flight would be free for him. <laughs> for a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Carry on. No, that's hey, that. Just because I'm the size of of uh, his man boobs doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who are you talking to? That is muscle. That is You're not. You're the only one that responded. I said his. And you yeah, you pointed. You pointed. Know, you all know who's got man boobs. You here. pointed over here. COVID has not been good to all of us, man. COVID is not good to those. That's muscle. Guys. Come over here and feel that. That's rock hard. I'm not gonna. There feel ain't that. no flab there. Don't get him excited. He's gonna lactate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I really hate you guys. Just know there'll be no mercy when I make it back to the golf course. When I'm back able to play again. But anyhow, no, really looking forward to this trip uh, to Thailand to play over there. Uh, I've always heard not only from you, but a couple other people that uh, courses over there are just awesome. 
And I, I brought that up to one of the guys I was telling them that I was going over, and they were like, you live in Hawaii. The courses are better over there than in Hawaii. Well, courses are better in a lot of different places. Not just because we live in Hawaii and play here doesn't mean these are the best courses. Um, the advantage we have here is we can play all year round. We don't have to stop. There's a lot of great courses in northern states that, you know, are better than some of the courses here. It's just yeah, that the yeah, weather's... Our, our average course is better than most average courses of different areas is the only difference, really. We have some really nice courses, and we have some goat tracks. Yes. Our average course over here is probably better than most courses because they have to take into account that they have winter. Right. Right? Our winter is pretty mild. <laughs> pretty Yeah, you can't yeah. complain too much about the winter. There's a little more rain, but that's it. And a little chilly at night when you're riding home in the Jeep. Uh, so anyhow, um, looking forward to that trip to Thailand in October. Hopefully this COVID stuff is all over. Uh, I know we got a lot of work to do before that, getting stuff ready, paperwork, passports. Um, so that can be a hassle at times. But Shep, are you going to be allowed to go? Are you still on the no-fly list? No, I think I'm good. Okay. I was almost put on the no-fly list fucking Friday from uh my staff members why we went <laughs> I, I didn't tell you the story so we're no crap there we are at 4 30 in the morning catching the first flight out to uh maui to go see dan and kapalua and uh one of my assistants comes over there he's carrying on one of our bags or one of our uh banners you know he's like i'm just gonna carry it on i'm like all right whatever bro so he he brings it through security and he asked me if there's no stakes and the guy grabbed it from the Oahu director, David. And he's like, yeah, the, there's no stakes in there. You're good to go. Put it through, through, put it through the scanner. He gets flagged. And what do you know? There's stakes in there. Right. So the lady comes over there all pissy, you know, all mad, like, Oh, what do you have in here? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's a pop-up banner, dude. And lo and behold, two stakes come out. Jeff looks, my assistant looks at, at the TSA lady. It's like, Oh, don't worry. We just made those in jail. We just got out last night. Oh my God! Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. She she got a good. She's like she looked at her, looked at me, looked at him. I'm like, hey, he's joking. He's joking. He's joking. <laughs> like, do you want them? I'm like, no, just throw them away, dude. We'll I'll, I'll go to Home Depot when we get over there, man. It's not even that big of a deal. Well, they just they were stakes just yeah, to those, hold down the banner. Yeah, those banner stakes. Oh, you know. Jesus! Yeah, yeah that would not have been good. Shanks. <laughs> that would not have been good. Oh, um, all right. Let's take a short break again, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Smart Boy Studios, the best studio and artist collective out of Ohio. Smart Boy Studios provides recording, mixing, and mastering services, as well as any other audio post-production you need. Smart Boy Entertainment artist Corey Gossett is dropping a song every single week this year. Stay up to date by following him on Spotify or Apple Music by searching Corey Gossett or on Instagram or Twitter under at Kid Who Came Back. Friday, March 26th, JV Tree is dropping his sophomore album, Oakwood Hills, featuring C Money Baby, Ten Tempo, Eamon Jones, D Knight, Corey Gossett, and Joey is Fire. It's the perfect soundtrack to start off the spring. Also on March 26th, Zachary Leon is releasing another short EP of West Coast Influence cruising songs, including another feature from Sea Money Baby. DeCasso also dropped a song recently titled All Right, If You Need a Pick Me Up Today. 
Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, and any upcoming events. If you'd like to support Smartboy Studios and their artists, visit threads.smartboystudios.com to check out their merch. They offer hoodies, hats, shirts, and more. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, hey, so we talking about golf trips and everything. Shep, I forgot that I left out that you are going to be playing uh, in the Armed Services Cup. Yep. And explain what that is. Yeah, so it's the top... No, it's a sour point for some of our some of us out here. Uh, actually, I I actually qualified for that. I just didn't have the money to go. So, well, Dan kind of beat you out, huh? By the state championship the win state last championship. year, last year at Coalina. By the way, what do you mean? You guys were completely tied, and then he won the flight, so he would have gone. But he said he wasn't going. I never said that. Yeah, you did. I never would. Say Are you that. going? If I would have no 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 Our, start on this yes, no I would have gone I'm asking you if you're going but there seemed to be a little discrepancy on how things get qualified yeah so one we were got, qualified when we went started that tournament yep for second and third place no matter how we ended up one yep. of us was second one was third. okay so and then we got bumped how do we get bumped because someone from Virginia moved changed your address to California that had more points than you protest I'm filing a protest go ahead. I'm going over your head. Go ahead. As the regional director of the VGA, I'm going to the president. Go ahead. What do you do? Go up to 7-Eleven? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For the Jesus. fourth time, ladies and gentlemen, I am not Indian, Middle Eastern. Are you sure you're not Indian? Yeah, I am Filipino, Puerto Rican. Do you have any paperwork to prove that? I guess I got the same paperwork Obama's got. Worthless. Yeah. <laughs> With the uh, birth certificate and everything. Yeah. But yeah, Pinehurst next week. I fly out on Friday, going down to Myrtle Beach, going to try to play the. Uh, we already got tea times down at the uh, places we're doing the skins match at. The Fazio, right? That's correct. And then what's the other one? Oh my God. True Blue. True Blue. Yeah. So going to play. Let's do courses. Excited for True Blue, the Mike Strance design. Played Tobacco Road a lot when I was st stationed out there in North Carolina. And then after that, um, moving up to Pinehurst, and then we got a three-day event playing number eight, number two, and then number four. So I don't know what the format is. Just going to go out there and try to play some golf. Nice. It's some sort of Ryder Cup, isn't it? Yes, but I don't know how they're going to do a Ryder Cup format with 40 people. Well, it's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. Yeah, but so, you got so you got the five branches, right? Yes. But how are you gonna? Because you could only play one branch at a time, right? If you're playing like a match play event, so if it was like a Ryder Cup format, you would have to play Army versus Air Force, and then turn around and play Army versus Marines or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I wish I was going to see out. I'll tell out. you how it is. I'm kind of glad I'm not going. Not that he's bringing that up yeah well so i mean we'll see i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time is this the first time you've played in it it's the inaugural so. oh it's the first time it's yeah. even been mm -hmm. they, they made it up yeah so next year they're going to have the armed forces um i guess regional qualifier here in hawaii and they're going to have the regional regional uh championship here in hawaii as well so all, all our top point getters will be able to qualify for the armed forces cup 
through the through the regional event that we're going to be hosting on Big Island. Oh, uh, so it won't just be points. It'll, it'll be points that get you into the qual into the, <clears throat> into the qualifier. Yeah, exactly. Into the regional the type thing, but it won't be like this year. It was your points period from yeah. your tournaments. And it didn't reason, matter. The reason being is because of the discrepancy that you guys had with them. With yeah, the, uh, with the there was no team. discrepancy for Murph. He lost. Yeah, well, for you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, looking just thinking to about it. you, trying to keep the stress off of you that you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I hang on to every win I get. Yeah, uh, I mean that was last year. Uh, we're this is a new year, Dan. Let's uh, uh, not to me. No, no use looking in the rearview mirror. Let's look forward. Let's no. eyes on the road. Anything that keeps me positive. And I'm positive I smoked you. <laughs> Bad. Last hole. Last hole. No pictures. Last hole. I shouldn't have went no for pictures, it. No pictures, no videos. Shouldn't have went for it. Well, you know that, that birdie on number 17 from like 10 or 15. That feet? really was the that one that ended it. That's why I had to go for it. You did. And you I didn't did. have any choice. I had to I had to have a little help, you know, like... like uh, like Sam Burns had two weeks ago at the Valspar, Keegan Bradley, Keegan Bradley hit it in the water on 13, and then Sam Burns ended up making birdie birdie last couple of holes and won that tournament. But that's 13. You were down on 18. So. I was down on 18. Two, two down. He made this crazy ass beautiful putt birdie. On... We were let, let me tell you. Let me set this up for you, right? Murph drives the ball 60 yards further than me every time, right? Yep. You all see that every time we play, right? So we get up on number 17. We both teed up. He hits a great drive, and I put one. We couldn't have been five yards apart. I probably hit the drive of my life the same spot, except for he's further away because he's in the rough. And, well, you know, Dan, he's in the fairway just a little <laughs> bit closer because I took a better line. <laughs> So, what's Murph do? He's going to throw one up there? Oh, he threw it up there, all right. <laughs> Just short of the green. And I went past the hole about uh, 10, 15 feet, stopped it, and made just a beautiful little tap-in putt. Tap-in? Tap it was nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't think about this every second of my life. It is like sound. It sounds like you have replayed this that hole over and over in your mind. Oh, like I, you I think drew, about it once once a script. week. It's the script. I got it, man. You want to read it? <laughs> what happened? You on eighteen. Eighteen. What didn't I, happen? He hit it right into the crap, and then he hit it right into the crap again. What did you talk about? The lake on the left? No, no, no. No, I hit it right. Those, you know that water feature that's out on the right on yeah, the waterfall. 18? So I hit it short. You know where that big tree is mm -hmm. yeah. or was? I think they maybe have cut That's it down now. So that tree on the right, I hit it just past that. So I had to go. I had to. I was down two. I had to go for the green. And I was in the fairway. So <laughs> Perfectly positioned. <laughs> so I tried to strike the ball. <laughs> With precision and skill. <laughs> So I tried to hit it over the trees, and when I hit it, 
it, I hit and it hit into that one kind of funky palm and it stuck up in there. It never came down. It stuck in the roots. Don't let him tell you a story, man. So I, so I drew that so bad. It wasn't even funny. So I dropped and I hit again. And when I hit again, I clipped another palm and it dropped down in that water. So I, it was, it was, he took an eight. yeah, he yeah it was balls on the same hole. It was, it was painful. Very painful. I just remember seeing your guys' face dance over there, freaking <laughs> beaming like a ear to ear look, grin look, on his face. I can talk all the trash I want, but no matter where I've been, when I play golf with a group of guys, there's always that one guy you want to beat. Yep. And it's not about the five dollars. It's not about the. It's not about the money or anything else. It's about. It's it's a target in which I figure I played good golf. Now, if we'd both, if he had shot 91 and I shot 90, it wouldn't be near as exciting. But I shot my butt off against a guy that was at that time uh, probably three better on handicap. So to me, that that's what it's about. I mean, yes, I'm going to live it forever. If I see him when I'm 95 and he's 97 or whatever the difference is, <laughs> I'm going to remind him of that one time and coldly enough in 2020 that I smoked him with a cheap-ass cigar. And oh, probably fuck. that might be the only thing I remember. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I can probably remember shot for shot from there on. But no, it was, uh, it was a great day. But yeah, he screwed that last hole up real bad. Yeah, that was horrible. Boys, we got a lot of tournaments coming up. Just thinking about it. We, uh, it's a lot of lot of golf coming up, and not you know, and then you got to also take into account we still have Beach Boys golf every Monday and regionals. We have and, and regionals. Regionals, you read regionals. Well, need another Jameson, I need another glass, but I might. But uh, regionals looks like it's going to be exciting in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not area. looking forward to playing golf in Arizona in August. Uh, Bring your camel. It's a little warm. It's a little warm. Bring your camel. Shoot. Bro, I need more than that, bud. Yeah. So it's gonna be okay. Hook your tell your wife to hook us up with some IVs when we're out there. Hey, you know what? That's a big thing right now. You know, uh, hangover IVs. Those those places that they open up and they give you the IV to rejuvenate you. She would. That's a big money deal. Really? That's a big big deal. You know that you can go in after you get hangover, you can go and get an IV. Right. In some concoction or cocktail. Uh, to bring your electrolytes up and, and, and really flush your system. Your wife would probably cuss all three of us out and then probably beat you up for yeah. asking for, yeah. for something like that. Well, she's going to beat me up regardless, so don't, worry, don't let that stop you. <laughs> no, she's really sweet. She's uh, just not... She's not sweet to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say no. she's fine to me. She's well, other no. than when she tried to dig out. Uh, Look, she's she's just brutally honest. A no, splinter right. with no. I mean, she's gonna tell you the way it is, and that's the way she is. And I I think that's one of the things I love about her most is that I won't have to question what she really thinks. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love her responses to everything too. Let too me much guess. golf. Golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you hurt your elbow. Golf. <laughs> How do I fix it? Stop golfing. Troy, didn't you have, uh, didn't you get a little work done by her? Uh, yeah, I actually got a cortisone shot in my elbow from uh, Dan's wife. And you said that's like brand new now. Oh, yeah, she does a great job. Very, very professional, uh, incredible lady. Yeah, she she did a great job on my finger, too. I'll have to talk to her about that. I asked her to amputate it. 
Because I figured that might affect your golf swing a little bit. <laughs> would, it, would it ended up like chemo? Yeah, you trying to you trying to make me match chemo? <laughs> Just a different finger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't she trying to do bleaching for you, shit? <laughs> I'm not even that dark <laughs> compared not, to what? Well, compared to you three, the Murph's couch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dark compared to this couch, but Jesus Christ, dude. I want to hear what you guys say about David when I'm not around. Well, I hear it when I'm around anyway. So You don't say anything about David. Yeah, David. David's a great I guy. I love David. Oh, you love David, but you... Yeah, he's David's awesome. awesome. Uh, we're not the ones that called him Dreadhead. That's right. I would hey, never do I, such I, a... I, I would never... You call him that to his face. never Dreadhead. You call him either Dreadhead or the, go, the Great Gonzo. <laughs> the Great Gonzo. You, you have called him the Gonzo. Absolutely. And I've called it to his face, too, so I'm not ashamed of it. And you call him Dreadhead to his face, too. Yeah, but I'm not on the radio talking or whatever this is. What is this? A podcast. podcast? <laughs> Man, I had a little bit. <laughs> no, it's great. No, we got a good, good, good group. Really good group. We do have a good group of guys that play. Um, the not only the Beach Boys but the VGA. I, I know there's uh, a little strife going on in the in the Beach Boys right now with a couple people, and we've and I've discussed it on the podcast before. This is no new secret. Um, and we do need to get some things worked out with the Beach Boys to make a uh, make it a little clearer for people. But you can't hey, on, fix on stupid. That note, we need to make a shout out today for somebody in the Beach Boys. It's not uh, doing too well. Uh, I I did that earlier, but yes, we do. Um, this podcast is going to air a week later than than the one that I we talked about it, but. A good friend of ours, Frank Manuma, um, right now currently is in the hospital, and he's not doing very good. And, you know, Frank is probably one of the nicest guys, besides you guys, but he's probably one of the nicest uh, guys I've ever met and that I know. Um, And... It when I found out, I found out like you guys, most of us did, is through our group me text message that his wife uh, let everybody know that she was <clears throat> that he was in the hospital and he's in ICU, not doing well. Um, it just like broke my heart, man, because that guy is such a good dude. He is, he is. Um, so I met Murph at the Golf Channel Am Tour event the first time, and he introduced me to Beach Boys. And the first time I played Beach Boys was with Frank. And it was, he made me feel very, very comfortable. And, and he didn't have to. You know, and he's always went out of his way to be a decent guy and respectful and, and, and enjoyable and fun. Um, he will cut you quick. Yeah. And, and, and not even smile about it, but he'll, he'll know he did it. So, yeah, yeah we, and we definitely st- wish him well. A true veteran. Yeah, you know, man. Air Force veteran. Air Force veteran. Um, uh, just a great human being he is he is a great guy and so and i and like i said on last week's podcast that just uh, pray uh, hope everybody can send up a little prayer for him that he gets better um we you know we need to have him out on the golf course he's one of the oldest um beach boys members troy you've been in a long time though too right yeah, I was in it for a while. And then well, you were. Out. So when when did you join the first time? When was you a member of the first time? Oh God, I was in the like mid nineties. 
mid nineties. Really? Yeah, yeah mid nineties. Yeah. I, so twenty years, thirty, almost thirty years. Yeah, but I dropped out after like about uh, four or five years and stopped golfing. Yeah. So yeah. after four or five years, and you quit golfing for a while, and then you joined back up. Uh, when was the second time you joined back up? Oh, when I came back with you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I came <clears> off with all the all the originals. So and, this uh, Dookie, um, the Macalenas, all the all the originals, Frank, Tommy, Fa, Nui, Nui. Tommy Fa, yeah. I I mentioned his name too about being one of the original guys. Um, was Frank an original guy? I don't think Frank was an original. No, he original. was an original. It was uh, mainly uh, Steve Walsh, uh, the Macalenas, uh, like said, yeah. Dookie. Um, God, there's there's so many. I mean, when you used to go out there, there's like probably forty to fifty guys going out there. Yeah, know. that's what I heard. I heard it was, it was a very big. large group. They take thirty or forty guys to Maui on an outer island trip. Because he used to do outer island trips all the time, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, so prayers go out to Frank and his family. Absolutely. And uh, just I just ask everybody to say a little prayer for him because he's he's too good of a guy. And you know what they say though, you know, the good ones are always the first to go. The bad ones, uh, Shep and Dan, you guys, you guys will be here forever. Forever. Telling the story of Coolina <laughs> State Championship, BJ. So, Troy, wait a minute. Now, you say you played golf in the 90s, and you were just sitting here talking about if I played golf as y'all did, as long wow. as y'all did. Oh, I, yes. My calculations are right here. I didn't start playing golf until after that. So, I think you played golf longer than me. Uh, I, I don't I don't care about the break that you took. What Not year? Not my problem. No, I started, uh, Tommy got me into it when I was bartending uh, Dukes. He got me into it. What year was that? golf club before in my life. Tommy who? Tommy, Tommy Fa. 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 Okay, yeah. so what year was that? Then, um, it was a probably mid to late nineties, and then we had we had problems with the Beach Boys at that. We had some of us uh, decided that uh, it was the best for us to break away, and so I didn't golf again. So I haven't. I took probably about a eight ten year break from touching club. No, my problem. You started golfing in the early nineties. That's what it sounds like to me. The break is uh, on you, brother. Well, hold, hold on. I've been playing the same amount of time. I got a question for you, Murph. <laughs> Did, didn't I tie you today and you're a white handicap? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I mean, what? Didn't we both have 76? With net. Hey. Oh, net. Net. So, yeah, we tied just like the just like it's supposed to happen, right? Yep. But I didn't get my full handicap. You're not going to get your full you handicap. Joke. <laughs> you're not going to. Because you tied me today, you're not going <laughs> to. I got a question for you, Murph. Yeah. So all those issues, right? I'm pretty sure every golf group has them. What's your philosophy on fixing those issues? Yeah, you know, the problem with it is that you're not going to make everybody happy. There's there's always going to be somebody that's not happy with the way things are done. My philosophy on it is that you have to make the majority happy. You got to make the majority of the guys want to come out and play golf. Um and if you lose a couple of people because because of that, then you lose a couple of people. It's better to make the majority happy, in my opinion. It's better to make the majority happy than make a few happy. And, uh, I mean, being the president of the club, I, I, I don't think I should have the power to say this is the way it's going to be and this is the only way it's going to be. I believe that as a group, a majority of us, the majority should have the right to vote 
and whatever the majority votes on that's what that's what we do and if the the few that are in the minority that don't agree with that don't want to play anymore then that's on them but i think i it's just my opinion and i could be wrong i'm wouldn't be the first time i just don't think that you you try to make the minority happy and lose more guys i mean this club used to be gigantic this club used to have 30 40 guys in it we have maybe 12 or 14 that show up regularly maybe a little more here lately 16 i think you got to make the majority of the guys happy and so troy and i have talked about this and and i and i and I need to talk to Steve. There's a couple of things that, um, and I know Steve listens to the podcast all the time. So Steve, I'll be, I'll be, uh, getting a hold of you and, and discussing a, a few things about what we, I think we need to do. Um, but I, I think we just got to take care of the majority of the guys so that we don't lose the majority of them. We don't need our club to be any smaller. Yeah. That's no, the same approach Like you know, I, I'm very transparent. Like I tell, talk to Dan, pretty much what every day about regarding VGA and same thing with you Murph you know like no matter what organization you have you're always gonna even if it's in the commercial business field you're always gonna have I call them cancer you know the one or two people that are just bad for the group and you know you just gotta rip them out before it leads over to the other guys I'm yeah just, I'm just wondering and I and, <clears throat> you know there's been mention of a couple of guys that you know guys want to get rid of and I understand their position, but I, I think that you got to have a reason to get rid of them yeah. just because you don't oh, like absolutely. them, just because you don't like them or like their personality or whatever it may be. I don't think that should be the determining factor whether or not they get to stay in a club or not. I think it's got to be something, you know, more serious than that. And And we do have rules about that. I mean, Steve brought that stuff up here not too long ago about, uh, you know, you're not going to disrespect people fight or, you know, cause problems with the club or you're going to be out because everybody's out there to have a good time. None of us are f- pro golfers. We're not playing for millions of dollars. Although Dan winning $5 off to me may feel like a million to him. Um, but <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not out there making millions. It's out there about having a good time and, and spending time with each other because, it's it's not quite the same philosophy as the VGA where as veterans, you know, you're you're looking out for those guys because there's a lot of negative thoughts that those guys have and, and getting them out together and, and golfing, that helps. That helps. It's it's kinda it's sort of like that with the Beach Boys, but it's not really yeah, no. that to that extent. Um so guys wanna have a good time and if they're if, if they're not having a good time, they're not gonna come out. Right. It's important to keep in mind your mission statement of whatever your club is. Yep. The VGA has a very specific mission, and it's not about money, and it's not really about the game. It's not even it's about, about winning. Winning, yeah. And, and, and giving everyone the ability to have the camaraderie and a place to feel what we felt when we were in. Yeah. Because a lot of us that were in, that's what we miss the most. We don't miss the action. We don't miss the PT. We don't, we don't miss, miss the, the jobs, right? we miss the camaraderie that we felt and we get that through the VJ. And, and honestly, the mission of the VJ is very important to keep in, in, in thought. The mission of the beach boys is about fun and golf. Right. Right. 
And yes, there's money involved, and yes, there's you know we we made our money grab belt, and we've done all this stuff to to make it a little more exciting or motivate us a little differently. But if we don't have the fun, no matter where it is, if it's the Beach Boys or if us four golf together, and we don't have fun anymore, we shouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean absolutely. honestly, that's that's the bottom line. Absolutely. If I'm not having fun, I can like you guys a lot, and care about you and your families and everything that you do, and don't want nothing bad to happen to you. But I'm not gonna play golf with you if I can't have fun playing golf no more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that that's what that's the problem is when, when people get into a club or an organization and their viewpoint changes or their mission statement is different than the mission statement of the club, where money becomes the 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 important part of their club, basically, of their reason for doing it, it's no longer fun. And and I think that's where we get we get a few people that get that way. Right? Paying you guys hurts a lot <laughs> not the money amount that i have to pay you right? <laughs> exactly and taking your i don't care if it's a dollar change <laughs> makes me feel really good exactly right? but honestly <laughs> knowing that i can pick up the phone and talk to you or call you and say hey i got a problem or i need help or or just to hear your voice to talk me off the ledge yeah as a veteran as a person you know i lost my mom and dad and i couldn't have within a month of each other and I couldn't have made it through without people just calling and talking and you didn't even know you were doing it right I, I you didn't know that I called to talk to you because of that reason I called to talk to you about the VGA I called yeah. to talk to you about golf I called to talk to you about doing this but it was really about me getting my mind right and, and helping me through a, a very troubling situation of losing them both in 30 days yep and that's that's really truly to me, the friendships that I, I've gained through the Beach Boys, through the VJ, and, and Murph, I met you through the uh, Golf Channel M, the one one or two tournaments we played together during that time period when it was still alive. Um, you can't beat that. And, 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 and you're going to always have a member in a club or members or people that their mission is different than the mission yeah. of the club. Yeah. And you're not going to make them happy. You're seeing no. it with a PGA, too right now with that super league that they're trying to build yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask you guys about that the the you guys heard about the super golf league um uh the pga ain't playing though they told them anybody thinking about leaving to go to that league you will be suspended immediately from the pga or will they lose and, their card and expelled yeah lifetime That's what they, they put out like yeah lifetime which which and I, and I, none of the, the ones I've heard, the only one that's even entertaining the ideal of it that I've heard was Phil Mickelson. JT and Rory, they nipped that in the bud right away saying, we're not doing it. The PGA is giving us what we have and we're trying to make a, uh, we're trying to make a legacy for ourselves, winning majors, winning tournaments, cementing our place in the PGA tour. And, that is nothing but a money grab. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of problem with that stance. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not against the PGA for taking that. You know, obviously I'm not very smart and I'm not on the board or anything. But I, I have a little bit of problem with that. I, I think if these guys want to play, if I, if I were them and I wanted to play and I'm not getting the play time that I get on the PGA, why can't I just go over there and fulfill my needs? Well, it's the same family. thing that happened in Europe with that, that Super League with the – Soccer team. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, I heard about teams. It. 
Dude, they were rioting. Like the Chelsea fans, the hooligans went out there. They were destroying the town. It was the, the most, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because they were over there like, fuck Super League, fuck Super League. You know, and they wouldn't let the buses come in to play their games and stuff like that. But they got what they wanted. They got, they, they're, they stopped the Super League with that thing. Well, don't you think it's going to stoke the PGA a little bit? No. no. I, not, not the money, right? But if you look at the NFL, remember when the uh, Arena League came out? Mm hmm. You may not remember, Shep. You're too young back in India back then. But um, the rest California, of us, California, not India. <laughs> we remember the, uh, that league, and the NFL took a stance back then that they were they were not going to bring anybody. But you know what they did? They took a lot of guys out of that league and put them, incorporated them back into the NFL. So it was kind of like a stepping stone. Why can't this be the same thing? Here, here's the reason why this isn't the same thing, is because that league the super golf league is not going after the bottom tier guys they're going after the top 25 guys yeah, in so the pga they, so what are they going to do with world rankings you know they're so not they, they wouldn't be part of it so, if they if they're done well i shouldn't say that they brought that up and one of them one of the things was they may not be part of it and then are they going to be part of it they have to revamp it but not only is the pga against it the european tour is against it also so, so say like jt right what is he number three in the world right now whatever something he's, like he's that like yeah. the top american so say he does decide to go over to the super league right and then it comes over or comes time for the olympics like in 2024 okay does he not because because he doesn't have he'll lose his pga card but i guess what he would he play as an amateur and then what would the usga and the rna do no because those teams are picked who's picking them no, who, the, who picks the who picks the, the Olympic, PGA? The Olympic Olympics pick who plays. But they How do they off pick the it? PGA, that's the problem. They, they, or the right. PGA ratings. Yeah, off their world rankings. Right. So what would they do about the world rankings in that situation? They probably wouldn't be world ranked if they're not in the PGA. So they would be the... They, or the European tour. Yeah, but you know, a lot of the pros are backing out of the Olympics anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the top, you know, half of the... Half yeah, of the I, I think it's kind of a moot point. I don't even think it would that would come to it, but... The fact that, um, I mean, they're talking about in this, it's the Super League is going to be, or the Super Golf League is going to be uh, team based. So they're going to have team captains. You know, that's why they approach. I could see Mickelson doing it. The reason being this Mickelson's on the way down. He's done. He's, he's not trying to, there's nothing he can prove. I mean, now. he just won the Champions Tour by 10 strokes a couple of months ago. Yeah. He, he's 2 and 0 in Champions Tour. Um, tour play and then he comes back to the PGA and misses cuts and I and I brought that up when we were talking about that me and somebody else and, and uh, they said well you do realize the Champions Tour those they shorten those courses for those guys it's a totally different setup than what the PGA is I, and I, I could see I could see some other players going over there maybe not top names but top branding names you know but Pat Perez I'd love to see him over there oh yeah I haven't heard, see I, him on the top of something would be amazing I think he's an amazing guy but they're they're uh, what I heard was their purpose for creating the Super Golf League was so that the top players can compete and that's a set thing they don't get to choose what they get to play or what they don't play so if the Super Golf League has a an event the same week as the Masters what happens they're if they're part of the Super Golf League they'll be playing Super Golf League well, the PGA is not going to let them play the Masters anyway. No, the if they if they go, if they're done, they're done. If they go to the Super Golf League, they're being suspended what immediately and um, and possibly expelled. What pays more, the Super Golf League? 
Well, they're going to pay those guys, I think, $30 million to play. Just to enter? Just to play. I mean, just to sign up for it. I'm, i got to go to the range. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. I don't think they're going to come knocking on your door. Troy, what do you think? Troy, what do you think? Are they going to come knocking on Shep's door to join the Super League? $30 million just to sign up for the Super League? Uh, that's how I read it. I don't. I, I, I could be right. wrong. That's what I, I, I thought it was higher than I thought it was $39 million. Depending up up to thirty nine million, depending on who they get. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, they're after Phil Mickelson as one of the captains, and he was. I mean, he didn't come out and and flat out, you know, say no, say no. JT Rory, they're definitely no goes. Uh, I don't know about Dustin Johnson. I don't know if he's been approached, but I they were they were asking those guys last week about it, and so. I say, if you want good TV ratings, we put a bunch of scrubs like the four of us out there, and we take on any other foursome out there, you know, and then we just talk crap. For thirty there. million dollars, I'll embarrass oh. myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk around TV naked, you know. Uh, yeah, you yeah. I don't uh, I jump on that, but I'm gonna let it go. Exactly. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I think it's I I I watch it. There's no doubt. If if this yeah, goes off, I I'm, don't care who they get because. I mean, I'd watch it. I mean, it's golf, but I don't. I mean, you got to. What are they going to do about TV deals? What are they going to do about sponsorship? This is all coming. This isn't local. This I mean, this isn't from the U.S. This is coming from the United uh, United UAE UAE United Arab Emirates. Yeah, it's coming from over there. They got the money. I ain't, yeah. ain't going to be an issue. But what are they going to do about TV rights? What are they going to do about the PGA has all that shit locked up? What are they going to do about sponsorships? If they're going to have sponsors. Isn't the Ryder Cup the number one ranked or televised event for golf when it, like when it comes biannually? It's like the number one team. It might, it might be. So I think that's the whole goal of it is to create like a Ryder Cup to get the viewers in just like the Ryder Cup. Speaking of the Ryder Cup, what's your favorite tournament played? The Ryder Cup. Players. Is it the Masters? Masters. I'm I'm Ryder Cup guy too. You I mean, be. what's your favorite major? Masters. 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 Shocking. <laughs> no, I love the British dude. The Open. Really? Yeah. Just off this, pl- it's off this continent. That's why. No, it's just to play those. Yeah, it's over games. closer to your home. Watching those those assholes play those golf courses that are fucked. That are five, six hundred years old, you know? Yeah. Um, no, we were, I was talking to Kui about this earlier, but um, as far as uh, tournaments, the tournament that I want to watch is the Ryder Cup. That is the tournament that I want to watch. In the U.S.? Uh, anywhere, actually. Really? Yeah. Whether it's played over there or here. I, I won't miss it. Don't get me wrong, but. I like the players. I think I just think the players is a great tournament. But yeah, the, I, I think the Ryder Cup is phenomenal. Um, and I predict the Americans will win this Ryder Cup this year. They need to get rid of the freaking what's because it we've yeah. sucked so bad recently. We need to. <laughs> they need to get rid of the President's Cup, man. That thing sucks. Well, they just need to revamp it a little bit because we're we're dominant. Or do like a mixed format with ladies. Top. That's what they Are should do. Talking about golf? Yeah. Okay. They should. <laughs> the top women and the top. 
that's what they should do is they should do uh pairings male female pairings because if you look at the lpga right all their top female golfers are all from either korea japan you know so like they really don't have a strong european base so if you just combine the male and the female uh, from the united states and the male and the female from those uh, other i guess other europe other countries besides europe you know i think it'd be a better better showing yeah um but what happens when you get uh a trans woman in there playing let's not start that whole political politically correct hey i'll jump in on this no i'm not i'm no i'm being serious i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be funny i'm just like so what teeth uh, you know do we have do we do you guys know i don't know of any trans um women that are playing in the golf what right teeth now would you put a trans woman at yeah do you think they have an what advantage teeth do you play ship i play the same teeth as, teeth as you okay no i'm senior do they <laughs> do they have an, a, an advantage over the male golfers a trans yeah so a male identifying as a female yeah playing in a tournament have a better an advantage over a male right only if they're on a different set of tees but a 77 year old man playing from the forward tees with the same handicap as a man from oh here we go with from this. from the back tees has the same advantage yeah so I mean, might as well be. That, a, that's why I said I'll jump on. This. So, this so that new that that eighteen year old Thai girl, right? That's just lighting up the PG, the LPG, yeah. right? That's she carries the driver like two ninety, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got like Danielle Kang. She she straight up said like, oh, I'm getting out drove driven by like a hundred yards, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? So is she a man? No. Oh well, then why isn't it fair? There you go. Then you just let the. Trans lady pick whatever teeth they want to play, I guess. So you're saying that that doesn't make a difference? You still have to hit, hit the goddamn so shot. So didn't the Olympics settle right. this a, a few years back when they, they, they talked about it, that they had to go through the complete transformation in order to compete in the non-birth gender? What What did the UFC... I, I, I don't know. Where they have to take all the shots and all the stuff... Because that, that stuff that stuff ha- happened in the UFC lately, right? Oh, dude, that that guy is killing those girls. I mean, he's pounding the shit out of these girls. I mean, they. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's a, uh, it's, a it's a very slippery slope. The subject we get on, we we're, we're better off talking about Shep being Indian. I'm not Indian for the fifth time. I I just think it's the way of the world. We just got to figure out how to live with it. Right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. it doesn't mean we have to agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely don't agree that a man should be able to play in a woman's sport. I, I we know. It puts all the girls at a disadvantage. Right. I mean, but it's... it's. Why, why should, if I have a daughter, why should my daughter not get a scholarship because she got out be, beat out by a guy that identifies as a woman? Well, it's the same thing like Tommy. Tommy's old as shit, right? And he plays forward than you. And then, you know, because of his age, right? Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. Like, I'm not going to mention any names, but Dan and I were in a flight, and there was a guy in a flight in our flight, and because he's over 70, he gets to play the forward tees. I don't think that you should be able to be able to play from those tees based on just on your age. 
because the guy can shoot 70s from the white tees. So there's no reason for him to play from the four tees. Tommy is a little bit different story. Tommy doesn't hit it as far anymore. I don't have a problem with Tommy playing from the red tees. I'm not, I don't want to give him full strokes playing from the red tees, obviously. Um, but there are certain people that don't need to play from the four tees. They can compete from the, from the white tees. So you could use the same argument was, was like, I guess the trans people then, right? Depending on how far they hit it. Cause we had this conversation regarding Jessica, right? A couple of weeks ago. Cause she pounds the golf ball. Yeah, but she you got also, you today too. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she she did. the shit out. She, she could she could play the tips and freaking still got a there. hand. Okay, so no, that's that's not the same argument because let me ask you this: in uh, Michelle Wee, okay, she used to drive the ball three hundred yards. But so okay, Michelle Wee when she came out here and played the Sony when she was sixteen, she still played the same tees that the men played. Correct. So same thing. If they want to play an LPG, did she event. beat him? No. Why not? She drove the ball three hundred yards. I don't know. I, I I'm not her. I, well, that's that's but that's what you're saying. Obviously, you're not her. Yeah, obviously you're not you her. What, she's you're not her at all. <laughs> not even close. Not I even know, in the I same. Know, I know. But not even close. You don't think level. It should, be, it should be the same thing? Like you want to play in an elf ball? Like okay. Never mind. Here, here was my, my buddy's argument who came out on Monday. The first year that Michelle uh, tried to Monday qualify for mm-hmm. the Sony Open is at Pearl Country Club. And I had a buddy that came out. He's a pro, played on uh, mini tours in Florida. And he tried to uh, Monday qualify. Played at Pearl. He didn't make it. She didn't make it. But his claim to fame was at least she didn't beat me because she beat a lot of the other guys. After that first year, she started getting sponsor exemptions oh, okay. to play. And she played good the one year. She she did actually play pretty good. Did she make the She made the, she cut, made right? the cut, yeah. But the sponsor's exemptions is a touchy subject, right? Because people want to complain that they're taking somebody else's place and, and that the sponsor's exemptions were developed for the tournament host to bring people to it. And giving her a turn a, a sponsor exemption is very legit. Okay, you you say that as a as a uh, as a fan of golf and as a an observer of the tournament, but I bet you would not feel the same way if you were a playing pro trying to feed your family and make money and wanted to play in a tournament, and she got a sponsor's exemption and basically took a, a male pros spot so that just that just happened last week right the the guy that monday qualified on the valspar was all crying and stuff got, oh yeah uh, yeah i saw that guy and then he got uh sponsor exempt to this week's event so it's the same same thing he didn't qualify but he that. he didn't make the cut at the valspar no, either but my buddy can't go play on the lpga tour why because he's a male we can identify right that's what, no. we're, that's what we're talking about right now. No, we're not. We're talking about Michelle Wee, who never identified as a male, playing on the men's and tour. she's not. Playing on a, what, a male? What I can tell no, she's, she's not, not a male or close to it. No, she just had a baby, by the way. Um, but she can come and play on the PGA Tour. But if she qualifies. 
No, they, she got she a sponsor's, sponsor's exemptions. Exemption. So what I'm saying is it doesn't affect me because it's not me. Yeah. But if I was a playing pro no, like my saying. buddy was and I, I don't have an opportunity to play because she got a sponsor's exemption, I don't have that same opportunity to go play on the LPGA. So get rid of sponsor's exemptions and make them all qualify the same way. But the sponsors' exemptions are set up for the tournament's host. Right, and, and I agree with Dan's thing. That's what they're for. They do not have to give them out. They don't even have. They don't even have to fill those. No, they don't. Out. And a lot they of the fill players them with what they want. And they also fill it because John Daly did it several times. Was they also fill them by the pros will write a letter asking right. for a sponsor's exemption to play in their tournament. Well, Jordan Spieth, John Deere. How do you think he got over to the British Open? And so. You know, those are all I, sponsor I, yeah and and i and i and i agree with that. i don't think you should get rid of them i agree that um because as a tournament host if i want to draw a lot of people i'm going to invite somebody that i know is going to draw a lot and i don't have a problem with let me clarify that i'm not complaining excuse me that michelle we got sponsors exemptions i'm not saying that at all she's obviously from here and yeah. sure you want your local person playing yeah. a lot of a lot of tournament hosts invite a sponsor exemption to a local player so that they can play in their tournament in the hometown. I'm not, I'm not complaining at all that she got sponsor exemptions. What I'm saying is, is it fair to those guys that are, are working to try to feed their families and make money and, and make a living to have a spot taken by somebody that's not even on their tour. That's all I'm saying. You know, the way to fix that super golf league. Oh my god! <laughs> and it all comes back around. Look, and it all comes back. It shouldn't be gender specific. No, right? And that—that's what they've proven with Michelle Wee, and she, they haven't done it hardly since then, where they've let a female play in a male event. But we got off the subject because you were talking about transgender or identifying as another gender, which is a totally different subject than what happened there. She was made to play from the same tees as men. That's Correct. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That is fair. Totally fair. Is it fair that a male that has has had no physical altercation or changes to his body is in, in in his biological, if you will? I don't know how to even say it. I could call my wife and ask her, but um, <laughs> to, to play from the forward tees or the same tees that the women's play from. I I don't think I don't that's. Think so. I don't think I don't so think either. So. I I don't. But, but I don't the other way is, is, if a woman wants to play in a man's game, then they should be able to play. From the same spot, and that's what they've done. She's not Michelle. Wee, Michelle Wee is not the only one that's done that. Yeah, but so, that's not the that's not the point I was trying to make. I wasn't you saying were, you were talking about transgenders going into males going into a female league. But we were just talking about like it's all about ability, right? We were just talking about on um, what was Saturday about Lydia Ko, right? One of the greatest golf swings on, on tour right now. But if she went over there and tried to qualify for the Sony Open. She wouldn't make it because of her length. She just could, yeah. She couldn't. She's right. not physically capable to, of, but uh, someone like Michelle, we can. Well, maybe we won't know because she never had the Monday qualify. And the one Monday qualifier she played, she did not qualify. She's a huge human being, by the way. She's taller than me. Oh, she's yeah. She's huge. Well, I wouldn't classify her as huge. Or she's not, tall. She's tall. That's why I meant not huge. Yeah, because I don't classify you as even close to huge. Yeah, I'm tall. You're like a pebble. Thanks, bud. 
No issues. Kick it to the side, go on to the next. Thanks, bud. Go get me some Murph. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Well, I think uh, after an hour and a half of rambling on about different topics, uh, we should probably wrap this podcast up. Uh, if anybody out there has any questions or comments or uh, requests for any topics, please shoot me an email at merceplace808 at gmail.com. Um, I want to thank my guests today, Richard Shepard, Dan Messner, and, of course, the always quiet but deadly Troy Wirtz. And I, when, I, I'm, when I'm referring to deadly, I'm not talking about his golf game. Um, strike two. <laughs> Yep, too. <laughs> I, wait first i never got my first strike what are you talking about <laughs> no so uh troy uh shep have a good trip here in a couple of weeks thank you bud do well in the tournament and we'll talk about it when you get back uh, don't embarrass the army or the hawaii vga yeah I'll exactly to, i'll try i'm not the one that you have to worry about embarrassing the hawaii vga but that's a complete... who else is going from here so it's me jacob Wan, who's been playing out of his freaking mind the last couple months he's going to be representing the air force and joe Sueda is going to be representing the uh, marine corps is brian going for the coast guard no he had to drop out because he just made e9 so he'll be in class oh that's right that's right that's right but I he'll forgot. be back for the state championship yeah so think about that Hawaii is sending three people to this tournament. Yep. And that's the best of the best of the Army of the West Coast, of the West Region, the Air Force of the West Region. We qualified for the Coast Guard of the West Region. And Shep had no competition. I was going to say, be careful when you say best of the best. There was only one person he had to beat, and that was himself. There's always a default there. But he's he's used to beating himself. He's been beating himself forever. Yeah. Ever since I picked up the stupid game. So, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive that we have four people yeah, that I mean, represent us. So I and think you got to think about where we say. were. Like Murph, like when Terry Davis was over, over it was me, you, T- TD, and freaking uh, Andy. So there was only four of us when I first took over this chapter. Now, yeah. now we're hosting the biggest tournaments in the nation, which is just crazy to think about. And yeah. we're doing it every other week on yeah. three different land, land masses. So it's pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. Um, so yeah, so hats off to you, Chef, for for doing such a great job with the VGA. Um, I know some guys like you, like I said when we were talking earlier, you're not gonna make everybody happy. So you just got to worry about the majority of guys and and move on from there. Uh, but good luck in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about it when you get back. Appreciate that. And also, Chef, if you want to make your change before you go, I'm sure that the other three of us will support you. Change oh yeah, yeah. To move up to the ladies' tees. Yeah, we we. Um, I might need every freaking every yard I could get out there. <laughs> like it might be worth it. You got this. <laughs> it's not your length. That's no the problem. No, yeah. it's definitely I mean, not your length. I've been told. And it, it's it's more about that's a six inches. Just between. keep it in the same zip code when you hit the ball. You'd be a lot better off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did that today. Minus on seventeen. All right. Well, good luck, uh, Dan. Thank you for being on the show again. Um, Honor to be here. Tell your lovely wife. Thank you for her, what she does, and uh, I'm, I'm going to give her some time to get settled in and, and get going, but I definitely want to try to have her on a show, even if I have to come there, and we'll do a, a, a show from... pro, pro uh, podcast. Huh? We'll do it from yeah, whatever, the... Whatever you need, she'd be proud. She's, she's from the proud. clinic, so she could talk about it and and promote her business, and hopefully the people listening locally will give her, give her some business and go think, see her. I think she'd be honored to be here. Um, 
just got to keep it a little calmer than what Shep allows you to do here today. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, thanks for taking the time putting up with us. And uh, I'll definitely come back after I win the state championship that you won't. And um, the world. <laughs> when we get over you there. might not want to come back after you lose the state championship to me. But are, are we taking the podcast to Thailand? Um, I thought about it. I, I actually really. I don't know. Um, I don't know about the logistics of bringing everything. I mean, I'd have to take all the mics and the the, uh, the mixer and stuff. I don't know. It it's. I think it's too much of a hassle. I'm. What I may do is I may bring just the mics and my Zoom handheld recorder, and then record some a bunch of stuff there. Hey, we all get four free bags, man. Japan Airlines. <laughs> We get four free bags. Yeah, first class, first baby. Class, Let's go. Yeah. Oh, for, that's right. We are flying first class, man. You guys hooked us up on those tickets. That was excellent. Jeez, that thing looks awesome. I can't wait. And Troy, thank you for being here today. Uh, just a reminder for those listening local, ITS Clean Hawaii. That's your solution for uh, cleaning up your businesses. Troy does a great job. Has a bunch of great guys working for him, including myself and Shep right now. And. Uh, um, Thanks for coming on, Troy. Thank you, sir. Troy, last thing before we leave, I kind of close out all the shows, and I'll get back to you two on the on the flip around. Any advice for somebody just starting to play golf? What what's one bit of advice you could give them? Man, if I could say anything, it would be just go out and have fun. I mean, don't overthink. Just go out and have fun. Okay. I definitely made those mistakes of trying to overthink everything, every hole. You laugh, you have fun, you shoot way better. Yep, I agree with that. Dan, how about you? Quit chasing the yards and chip and putt, chip and putt, chip and putt, chip and putt. Good advice. Shep? And don't take advice from Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, learn about yourself before you get a coach to learn about you. That's my biggest thing. Okay, that's good. That's good, too. Yeah. And, I, and I'd agree with all three of those things, so no need for, for me to throw my two cents in. All right, guys, thanks again. And uh, if you're out there playing golf, uh, hit them straight, hit them long, but don't hit them often. Aloha, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>